Welcome to the You Collective podcast. You Collective is an open platform democratizing the voice of pathmakers. With us today is Jody Smith. Jody, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you with us today, and you have a very interesting path. So, why don't you tell the audience about it? Great.、Um, the best way to describe my path is that I am the ultimate career changer. I used to be in accounting. I worked in the media industry for about ten years. Switched education and worked in nonprofit. But the one thing that's always been consistent in my path is this commitment to wellness and self-care. I am now a yoga teacher and entrepreneur. I received my yoga teaching certification, my 200 hours this year, and began my teaching career about six months ago. And it's taking a life of its own. I still work a traditional job, but I'm finding that my passion and my calling towards wellness and self-care is. Really moving me into new fields, so I'm very excited about this new path that my life is taking me on. Tell us about your education and your experience along the way that help you to make this transition and teaching others to think about wellness、mm-hmm. through yoga and other activities. You know, I don't know. If my education background, I traditional, I went to college, Big Ten school, majored in accounting, went to business school, have a background in strategy and marketing. However, I think the education that I received that helped me was more of self awareness. I started to notice in my jobs that I was always feeling a lot of stress. Stress in my back,、um, headaches, back pains, etc. And I finally went to the doctor, who told me that there was nothing wrong with me, but my body was letting me know that something was off. And that's when she recommended that I try yoga. What I realized too, and it's kind of that education of life. That stress manifests itself into physical manifestations. So the back pain, the TMJ. I actually started stuttering because of so much stress in my jobs. I kind of grew up knowing that if you're feeling that much anxiety, that you need to take medication, and she refused. She told me to take a yoga class, and you know, I I went to the gym, I ran, I weight lifted. So I didn't understand what yoga would do for me, and she said that I wasn't being gentle to myself. That my body was telling me something was off. She told me that I could try yoga for a week. If it didn't work, she would write a prescription. After my third day of yoga or third class, I never went back for that prescription, and that was almost three years ago. So. Going back to what you said about knowledge and education, I'm very grateful for my business background. I feel it was understanding that the corporate life and culture and structure. I love those lessons, but I realized like there was something missing in those environments. A more focus on a holistic health of employee well-being, of stress management, and that was my moment of. Knowing that that was the area that I wanted to focus on and learn more about, so I'm 
currently actually using a little bit more of my background in business to study more about organizational development, understanding company culture and how yoga and mindfulness can actually transform transformations. So that's more the long-term goal of being able to speak to that, but it has jump-started an interest in culture and how leaders can really incorporate a more mindful environment and can it impact productivity. And when was the point where you realized that this is not just an exercise or a mm-hmm. pursuit for yourself, but that there is demand mm-hmm. from others around you and that there is value and impact in bringing this into other organization as you just described? Mm-hmm. Well, first was the, the first example I gave you that I went from wanting to be on some kind of medication to not needing it at all. The other example would be the impact I've had on others who've seen my journey. I document a lot of my practice on Instagram and I talk about it on Facebook, just sharing. I let people know that I'm not the most flexible or I like to, or I bend my knees all the time. And the comments that I get from viewers is that I'm authentic and then I let them know that it's okay to do yoga if I'm this size or this shape or inflexible. So I'm reaching a group or an audience that felt that yoga was inaccessible to them and that their bodies weren't built for yoga. And when I am very vulnerable and authentic about my story of, no, seriously, I was sick and how this helped me it gave me tools, people relate to that. The larger value that I'm seeing now as a teacher is that I can share my stories to a larger audience, not only on social media, but in person. So they have direct access to ask me questions, talk with me, and also share their stories with me. And together we can find tools and other solutions for them. So I see it as not only is it benefiting me heal, but this gift is able to really impact and change lives in my city and beyond. And what city do you live in today? Right now. Um, Right now I'm in Houston. (laughs) Um, I've been in Houston for about, four plus years, I think maybe five actually, I lost count. But prior to that, I was in New York, Chicago, London, etc. I like to travel and move. But Houston um, right now is home base. And as an entrepreneur there, um, how do you find the, the opportunities or challenges in essentially building out uh, an impact-driven um, business. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I find Houston be very open. So one of the things that I do with my yoga practice is I do a lot of yoga service. So I volunteer with cancer patients. I'm also on the steering committee for a program that brings yoga and mindfulness training to public schools. And their um, focus is training actual teachers to become yoga teachers and bring programs in. So I, 
it's, it's kind of cool that I get to use my background in marketing and sales and fundraising to actually help bring awareness to these organizations. I'm finding that Houston is an awesome place in terms of innovation and trying out these new ideas. So for an entrepreneur who also wants to create a service-based yoga practice and, and program, I'm finding that I have more people interested and willing to listen than not. That's great. And as you think about your journey today and your journey ahead, you talk about this, uh, this concept of developing self-awareness mm -hmm. and being authentic to the audience, to the people around you. And there are lots of mass media out there today for the younger generation. How should people think about, how should parents or adults think about developing self-awareness and developing this authentic voice in whatever they're doing in their community? Mm -hmm. That's a good question because I think I struggle with that sometimes. In my yoga training, there was a lot of time discussing authenticity and finding your voice. In so many of my developing years, I was just doing what I was told. Go to school, do your homework, be a good person. I think part of my entry into yoga and the real practice of yoga for me is finding my authentic voice. So what I would tell parents, because I'm, I'm actually an older sister, I have a 13 and a 17 year old sister, is I tell my father to let them explore, let them speak their mind before there's judgment. I think many times children or young adults are, are quieted a little too soon and they need to get out what is what it is that's on their mind and it may not sound pretty and it may not sound all eloquent but i think over time as you get comfortable just speaking your truth and speaking authentically about how you feel over time it becomes very natural and then as you get older you learn other tools about how to deliver the message. You learn to incorporate empathy and compassion as well as diplomacy in the way that you speak without drowning out your message. So as a yoga teacher, that is something that I'm working on daily of being my true self when I'm in front of students, but also being very honest with them and giving them information, not to correct them, but to connect with them. And that's and let them know that I'm coming from an authentic place, that I'm not trying to pretend to be super yoga teacher, but someone who's been in their shoes and can relate, but I have information to share. And for the path makers out there or people who have interest or passion and they're looking to perhaps pursue something different, what would you tell them as things that they should consider? Ah, I'm just going to put it out there first. Consider your budget. It's, <laughs> I've been very fortunate to have reinvented my career and changed paths. Um, but I will tell you when it does, when it comes down to finances, like rent, car note, things like that, they're not going anywhere. So 
I would always say first plan this out. Look at finances, look at the support that you have, and then also look at what you bring, like what do you have? So if you are, you know, a lawyer and you want to be a chef because you're a good cook on the weekends, well, take a stock of your skills, your talent, as well as what the gaps are. So you know how to prepare and gain the knowledge and tools that you need to make this transition. The other thing that I will tell people who are going on a path or, or changing a path is to find mentors. So when I made the change from the from accounting to the music industry and work there doing marketing and sales, I spent a year researching, finding mentors, going to music seminars, meeting as many people as I can who would be my advocates with this transition. I mean, not everyone makes this huge leap, but having support made such a difference for me and it really cut down the amount of time that I spent looking for opportunities. Uh, the other thing is, it's hard to explain, but really be mindful of who you share your dreams and goals with. You're, always going to have people who support you but then there are those few that want to they feel like they're doing a good job by giving you know the devil's advocate point of view but that can derail you if you're not sure about your own path so surround yourself not, not with yes people but with people who support you and are who are honest but will also give you advice and suggestions to help you on your path and I think the final thing is just go for it. Like try it, give yourself a time limit. Say, I'm gonna give myself six months to invest in this idea. I'm gonna start part-time and to see how it works and keep going. And those are those are the steps that I would I would give somebody, you know, review your assets, your skills and the gaps, um, network, find mentors, have a good support system, and then go for it. Jody, thank you so much for sharing your experience and this advice. And uh, we look forward to having you back here at U Collective and uh, look forward to seeing all the impacts you're making in people's lives. Thank you very much.